And here's an important question that I'll pose. And this is where your superpowers come in. This is the fun part. How do you get from quantity to quality when you're speaking up at work? Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that empowers professional women to rise. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik. And in this show, I take you undercover into the stories and lessons that I learned, sometimes the hard way, throughout my career. I also talk with working women, leaders, and coaches to show you that no matter what your struggle is and no matter what your career goals are, you already have all the talent that you need to succeed. Hello, hello. This is an unprecedented first time bonus episode because I've got some stuff on my mind that I wanted to share with you because I know a lot of times on this show, I'm talking and my guests are talking about the things that are hard and the things that are difficult and the things that we struggle with. But there are some important things that I want to make sure don't get lost in that conversation. And you might be thinking that the title of this episode seems a bit strange. How could it be a good thing to be shy or quiet or introverted? And even if that is a good thing, how on earth could being shy or quiet or introverted help you speak up and help you become better at speaking up at work? That seems totally backwards. And I promise this isn't clickbait. And I would never say something that I didn't believe to be true. And not only do I believe this to be true, but I have seen this played out in my own professional experience. So this has worked really well for me, and I think it can work well for you. And I want to get you out of the frame of mind of when you find something that's hard, you worry that it's going to doom you, and you worry that because you're not feeling confident or because you're you're having some troubles really expressing yourself at work and speaking when you want to speak in the way you want to speak and saying what you want to say. I don't want you to think that just because you're experiencing those things, that equals stuckness and that equals doom and that equals work just being not fun. That equals you not being able or wanting to have greater ambition. It doesn't equal that at all. Our brains tend to really like to focus on problems, and our brains are also really, really afraid that we're not going to belong or that we're not going to be seen as successful by the people around us. So when we have a problem that threatens the way that we're seen in our minds, it can explode into this massive thing, and we can become so focused on it that all we are able to see is the negative and all we are able to see are the things that we're not good at and the ways in which that might create problems for us. But the truth is, the world is just not that black and white. Yes, there are things that we're good at and there are things that we're bad at, but having a certain quality, having an innate trait like introversion or not having the tendency to be the loudest person in the room. That is not a black and white situation of this is bad and you need to reverse this. And as a matter of fact, 
as this show evolves and as we go deeper into this question of how do we learn to speak up and how do we do it authentically in ways that feel good to us, the deeper that we go into that question, the more I want to show you that you don't have to change. It's not about becoming someone different. It's not about acting different. It's not about putting on a persona. It's not about changing who you are. It's actually the opposite. It's about unpeeling all the layers of what you think you're supposed to do and just showing up as yourself. And part of that means looking at your tendency maybe not to be speaking all the time and looking at your feelings of shyness or looking at those moments where you're having a hard time speaking and engaging at work, looking at those and understanding not just how you want to evolve through them and bring your voice out, but looking to understand if there might be value or gifts in your natural ways of doing things and in your natural way of operating in the world. And I want to share something that's really, really important, and I want you to be open to this because I want you to get ahead in your career. And one of the ways that you're going to do that is by seeing and believing and grasping on to what I like to call your superpowers. These are things that you are uniquely good at, and it can be really hard and really uncomfortable, especially for women, for us to see these gifts and see these superpowers and say, yeah, I'm, I'm really good at that. This is my superpower. But my ask of you is to be open and allow yourself to maybe take that scary step of saying, this is something that I do well. And so I'm going to now challenge you to see if in your tendency to keep quiet, there might be some hidden superpowers. I know for me there were. And I think for you, if you're open and if you're honest with yourself and if you're willing to open your mind to see the positive, I think you might find the same thing. Now, I'm going to share something with you that is central to this idea that you don't need to turn yourself into this big, bold, crazy, confident extrovert if you want to speak up with impact in the workplace. And the principle here is one you've probably heard many times before, but we rarely talk about it in the context of work, and we don't often talk about it in the context of communication at work and speaking up at work but it's really important. And this is the idea of quality versus quantity. Now, we all know the right answer and the wrong answer on the quality versus quantity paradigm. Most of the time, quantity is bad and quality is good. And this very same thing applies to communication. It is better to speak less if you can get the same points across, then to speak more. And let me tell you, to my introverted friends out there, our extroverted colleagues are not very good at the quality versus quantity trade-off. They talk and they talk and they talk and they talk and no offense to them. I like them and I have moments where I do wish that I was more similar to them. But they're not as good 
at making the trade-off of quality versus quantity because their tendency is just to always be sharing and talking. And here's an important question that I'll pose, and this is where your superpowers come in. This is the fun part. How do you get from quantity to quality when you're speaking up at work? A lot of the times, getting to quality instead of quantity requires more mental horsepower and effort because the way that you get there is by taking a pause before you share information, before you communicate, taking a pause and going inwards to understand what is most important, what really needs to be said, and what doesn't need to be said, trimming that all the way down to the essentials, taking out the quantity, focusing on quality, and then once you've gone through that process, then sharing. So one of the keys to being a super powerful and super effective communicator at work is that first step that happens not before anyone has spoken a word, not before you've shared anything. That first step happens in your mind. It happens in your inner world where you ask yourself, what am I trying to say here? And what is the most efficient way to say it? That step happens in your mind. And if you are a quiet person, and if you are an introvert, and if you identify with the word shy, I know, I know that you are good at being in your mind and being in your head. This is where we really, we're good at this, man. We can spin around in there for hours and hours. And this is where you get to harness that superpower, that ability to go inwards and introspect and use your intuition to ask yourself what's really important before you start speaking. And this is something that as a quiet person, you are more primed to do than someone whose natural way of operating is to be always speaking and always expressing. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but I want you to grasp this concept that there isn't always good or bad, but there's a spectrum out there. And someone who is very chatty and always talking and comfortable enough to share, share, share everything that's on their mind, by definition, it is harder for that person to stay in their head and reflect and trim down to share what is most relevant and become a really clear and crisp communicator. Whereas for you, if you're on the other end of that spectrum, it is not very easy for you to always say what you're thinking. It is easy for you to go inward and use your intuition and be in that inner world of yours to put together something that will be received very well when you do share it. And I want to share two things with you, two things that make communication powerful and two communication paradigms that when you use them, you will be perceived as more professional, more insightful, more senior. These are things that will really, really help you. And they are cousins of each other, and they both start with the letter C. So very easy to remember. Clarity and conciseness. And they go hand in hand. Clarity is something that is rarely valued in the workplace. We're not very good communicators on a day-to-day -day basis, and it's actually super important. Clarity is about communicating in a way 
that leaves as little room as possible for ambiguity. And conciseness is about communicating in a way that uses as few words as possible to get the point across. And when you combine those together and your communications are concise, which means you're not using a ton of extra words, and you have clarity, which means you're crafting what you're saying, whether it's out loud in a meeting or sharing an idea with your manager or even writing an email, it means that you're crafting it in such a way that it's very unlikely that the person reading what you're writing or hearing what you're saying is going to get confused. And if you can get good at clarity and conciseness, that can really help you grow your confidence and get noticed and be seen as someone who is overperforming and who is very senior and who has a very strong communication style and presence. And the way that you get there, the way that you make your communications clear and concise is before speaking, taking time to reflect what is the most important thing to say and how can I say it clearly in as few words as possible? And we like using fewer words if we're not very extroverted, right? And this is a place where you can really stand out. And I know for some of you, it can be really scary to speak up in a meeting. And you might be scared it's going to come out weird. Or, you know, you might be scared that it doesn't sound right. But use your introvert superpowers to go inward and craft your phrase. Craft your phrase. Craft a phrase that is clear and concise and short. Decide what it is before you say it. And that'll take the pressure off, right? You don't have to worry exactly if it comes out right because you've reflected on it and you know what you're going to share. You know what you're going to say. And it's short and sweet, right? So it's not going to drag on and you won't have to stress about it going in a weird direction, right? You can just come up with something really tight and say it and you will get noticed. That will help you get noticed. And if you do this more and more over time, it's going to start happening on autopilot. You'll get better and better at it and it will be easier and easier and more fun to decide how you want to share and how you want to participate. There's so much power, so, so, so much power and being an excellent communicator. It will get you so far in your career. And I think we associate extrovert with communication and introvert with not communication. But ironically, a lot of the power of communication is in the craft. It's in the artistry of how we use our words and how we decide to express something because often at work, the things we're talking about can be ambiguous and complicated and fuzzy. So the craft of how am I going to describe this? How am I going to share this? That is an internal process, not driven and not constructed by doing things out loud and being an extrovert. That is something that happens inside. And that's why I want you to be really honest with yourself and say, do I have a superpower here? And maybe if I'm not sure, if I don't know what the answer to that is or I'm not confident the answer is yes, can I cultivate a superpower? Can I cultivate a superpower of becoming an excellent communicator, which doesn't mean I'm talking all the time and doesn't mean I'm pressuring myself 
to contribute in every single instance, although please feel free to contribute as much as you want. I encourage that. But if that's hard for you, can I be the person who reflects? And when I do contribute, I'm really proud of what I have to say. And when I do send out an email, I'm really proud of how that email reads and how clear it is. Is that something you can do? Because then as you do that, that can help you bring yourself out more naturally over time. And so that is my really quick tip for you. And if you want to put it into practice, what I will say is if you find yourself repeatedly in situations where you're not speaking and you're having troubles, see if crafting your clear and concise statement and having it ready to go, see if that helps. And there might be times where the moment passes you by (laughs) and you spent so much time in your head deciding what to say and the meeting is over (laughs) and you never got to say it. That's happened to me before. Don't beat yourself up over it. But see if there are opportunities for you to do this. If it feels really scary to just speak off the cuff, see if you can harness some internal superpower to come up with a really clear and compelling statement. And then give yourself the push. You got to give yourself a little push to share it. And you know it's good because you worked on it. And don't question it. Trust that it's good. Trust your talents and trust in your natural abilities to communicate. I know you might be skeptical, but I promise you they're there. So I hope that this was helpful to you. And I'm excited to share this. And if you're working on your communication and you're trying to figure out, oh, I want to do more of this. I'm going to post some examples in the Facebook group, some actual examples of how you might say something at work in a way that is clear and concise and in a way that might make it easier and more comfortable and less scary for you to speak up. I'm going to post some examples in there. If you'd like to come join us in the Facebook group, you can find it by going to Facebook slash groups slash The Art of Speaking Up. Or if you go on Facebook, you can search in the search bar, The Art of Speaking Up, and then you click groups so that you're looking at all the group results, and you should see it there. I'm going to be posting fun stuff in there, tactical examples, and it's also more of a private, intimate space to have discussions on some of these things. Always great to be talking to you. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode. It was really fun to record, so I'll try and do more of these. And... In the meantime, trust yourself. Trust in your abilities to communicate very, very well, because that is something that I'm very confident that you can do. Test it out. Let me know how it works, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.